Hey there, welcome to Adjudicated Guess. It's like mansplaining, but better? <laughs> uh, the premise of this uh, show is uh, that uh, Squiddy, hello Squiddy. Hi there. Uh, Squiddy will be ge- asking us questions uh, that we do not know the answer to. And even though we don't know the answer, we're going to answer them anyway. Uh, with me I've got Boots Gear. hello Boots. Hey Lemon. And I've also got Victor Laszlo. Yay Victor. Hi Victor. Hi. So, Victor, what are your bona fides uh, as far as being a uh, smart person who can answer questions? Um, I went to school for a really long time. How long did you go to school for? Uh, like, post-secondary. I'm not talking about high school or shit. Okay. Um, a lot. Eight? Eleven? Yeah. Wait, on what eight or eleven? Okay. Depends on if you count training as school. Well, I don't know if I do. I, I don't know if I, I do. It's up to you, though. You can count. I got paid for it, but <laughs> oh. very little. <laughs> that sounds like school to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and Boots, right. what are your what are your bona fides? Yeah, in high school, I was on uh, the it was like a like a trivia quiz show team, mm-hmm. and I sat next to uh, Richard Henderson, who buzzed in uh, immediately after every question was asked whether or not he knew the answer. So I feel like I probably t- brought in some information that was from his head into mine. So I should be good. What a dick. <laughs> I want to have him on the show now. People call him Hendu. Ooh, that's a terrible name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's get started. So, Squiddy, uh, do you have a question for us? I do. Terrific. This one comes to us from Cheapskate. And, and Cheapskate asks, why is a cowboy hat called a 10-gallon hat? Well, okay. I'm assuming that if you were to like lacquer the inside of a cowboy hat so such that water wouldn't go through, that you could fill up a cowboy hat. Like a ten gallon, a proper ten gallon hat, you could fill it up with wait, no, ten gallons of water would be <laughs> yeah, a ten, lot. ten gallons is a <laughs> lot. That would be a great amount. <laughs> I'm yeah. I was just imagining you imagining what a ten gallon cowboy hat would look like. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it I'm it, thinking it, the ten gallon stacked straight up, like vertically. <laughs> the, the, the hat's like 10 feet tall. <laughs> that, that was the old Culligan uniform. <laughs> I think maybe the uh, the box that one would get a uh, a cowboy hat in. Is that a Stetson? Is a Stetson what we're talking about? Or is that a different so. hat? I think well... a Stetson is like a slender, like, smaller hat. Okay. Like perhaps maybe like the the box that you get the hat in was was extremely large and maybe not quite ten gallons, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You could use it to fill up water at the pump. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking it's the entirely well. okay, it's a ten gallon pump. I think it's entirely figurative. Like it's when they were thinking up that everything's bigger in Texas, like gift shop idea, that they just had to call a regular hat. A ten-gallon hat because that's a lot. Yeah, and so we just everything's bigger in Texas, right? So that this hat's like a ten-gallon hat, man. I I would I would go further on that. I think that I think that it is actually a pejorative that like a ten-gallon hat was a pejorative term for somebody who like had a big hat, like, oh, it was like just a like, like a New Yorker that went to Texas and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, with I all do. these fucking ten-gallon hats? What are these guys trying to prove? I think it would be more of a situation of like the New Yorker trying to blend in by like wearing a giant cowboy hat. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. 
So not not like not like saying that a that a giant cowboy hat was like the 1850s equivalent of driving a Ferrari. <laughs> well, I mean, parallels could be made. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, it's it's like a so so like the term hat trick uh, from hockey comes from a a thing where it, like a. Uh, I don't know if this is even 100% true, so I'm getting into trivia. That's I'm getting into like completely different trivia. It's, it's uh, Canadian, so nobody cares. It's Canadian, <laughs> it's, and it's actually like the, a, a business that was local to Guelph, the city I live in, uh, Biltmore, that would give out, I believe they give out a hat to a player <laughs> who'd score three goals in a game. Holy shit, hooray! That, that sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's like, it's like, so if... if in, in something or rather, if somebody accomplished something, that would have to do with 10 gallons. I can't even think of a sport that would... Wow. <laughs> a milk drinking contest. A bit of a digression. <laughs> if, they, uh, if, they, if, they, if they actually score a hat trick in Canada, do people actually throw hats on the ice? Not anymore. Did, maybe, did that actually, used to happen? Yeah, maybe they do some places. Like in, in De- I believe in Detroit, they'll throw octopuses on the ice. What? Like real ones? Yeah, uh, real ones. Yeah. Dead, dead ones. Yeah, that they, that they oh. bring... Yeah, they, they smuggle an octopus into the stadium. Right, a dead octopus uh, in, into a hockey arena, so, so you they can don't throw it on the ice. Bother patting people down for octopuses? I mean, you'd think that would be pretty easy. Well, they're um, squishy, so they're easy to hide. Like that's true. <laughs> Under your yeah, you ten gallon hat, one up like inside of a newspaper. Yeah, like stick it between your butt cheeks or something, and <laughs> you know, you could you could fit it under your cowboy hat. Oh, and there we go back on. All right, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm going with the pejorative. Uh, Boots, what was yours? Uh, the filling up, filling up a hat box with water. Okay. I don't know. Okay, and then, and then, Victor, you had what? The, the gift shop idea that. Gotcha. Everything's bigger in Texas, so we're just gonna sure. say it's a big hat. All right. All right. All right. Great. Great. What's next? Okay. Well, this one comes from a, a listener whose name is. Padparasha, Padparadsha, Padparadsha. So the question is, um, why is Pluto no longer classified a planet? Oh, I actually do know this. I have a friend that's a total nerd. Okay, you, 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 have, you have to hold out while yeah, okay. uh, Levin and I make idiots of ourselves. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, I, uh, I was under the impression that it got reclassified as a planet, but now I'm realizing that was probably a dream I had. Oh, <laughs> that was a beautiful dream. You have, dream. Do you have, I, have the, yes. I have the boringest fucking dreams. <laughs> How often do you dream about Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> um, I don't think Neil deGrasse Tyson was the one that decided this. Well, no, but he was a big advocate for... Um, uh, declassifying Pluto. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was. Um, I I believe I believe that um, Pluto is actually just really, really, really small, um, and it was sort of inappropriately considered a planet when like there's asteroids that are actually bigger than Pluto, and so it's not supposed to be a planet. It was never supposed to be a planet by by astronomical definition, but it was just sort of like grandfathered in and nobody had the balls to get rid of it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I thought. Actually, you know what I think I'm, I'm getting confused with? I thought they found something further out that is uh, more likely to be a planet in our okay. solar system. Um, but I, don't, I do not have a better answer than Lemons. Okay. Um, this is from a listener called Ambius, I believe, is also a ball pit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a Batman logo. Is that the one? It's a Ron Swanson Batman, I believe. Oh. Wow. So we're all very familiar with this person. Yeah, he is of the internet. Yes. <laughs> so... Thanks, Ambius. <laughs> Ambius asks, how many countries have ever landed on the moon, man or unmanned? Ooh. Vessels. Ooh. Does it count if it's unmanned? That's well, a... in the question, it does. Okay, fair enough. Ooh, okay. That's okay. an interesting question. Because that comes uh, down to your to, to that comes down to definitions. Also, it, it sort of comes down to like there's, there's a lot of like sort of joint nation projects, but I, I'm assuming just like where it's launched from would be. Well, but the the ones that went to the moon, my I think there's three. Because obviously, I mean, the U.S. faked theirs. I mean, totally. That's, right, right, that doesn't right. count. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. I mean, just... Does Stanley Kubrick's uh, soundstage <laughs> count? Right. Just assuming for the sake of argument, but um, the the Soviet Union and either China or Japan, I don't remember, but they have both crash-landed a probe on the moon. Which okay. So, I don't know, do you consider that landing on the moon if you just shoot something at the moon and crash does not consider landing well then one that's easy then it's one uh i I think like russia's they've landed craft on the moon haven't they i don't know that's therein lies the question that's what i'm saying they they landed one but it crashed i think so I so I'm I'm saying if, if that counts as landing because it did touch the moon, it is it is on the moon currently. Yeah, I'm, I I guess I guess I'm going I'm going to go one because I because I think that like the U.S. obviously blah blah, blah and then like did uh, some other uh, subsequent uh, moon missions um, which were of uh, declining value and then stopped and I think that. Other countries figured out, well, there's really not much to do over here. Like, this is lame. We're not going to try. <laughs> and then and then the U.S. went, oh, you're right. Space exploration is dumb. Let's retire all this shit. Uh, and then uh, give it all to Elon Musk. So, um, yeah, I think I think one. I think there's I think there's only been one country that successfully gotten anything on the moon. Okay. I'm, I going, think, with, I'm going with three. I'm going with three. All yeah. Right. Okay. I'd say uh, U.S., Russia, or I guess USSR, uh, and China. I think I thought China did it recently. Yeah, that's what I think too. Okay. I think they they crash landed something to collect the moon dust or something, and just to prove they could. I mean, yeah, yeah. more or less. Okay. And, it, and we have more? Um, yeah, this is kind of a follow up question to the Pluto one. It was actually asked by a different person. Terrific. And it is so complicated okay. <laughs> that I almost <laughs> didn't ask it, but it does have an answer. The problem is, is that is the answer seven? Oh, it is. Yeah. No, wait. No, All right, wait, no, no, no. The answer is seven. <laughs> Do you know the reason why the answer is seven? Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's way too complicated for me to even okay, get into. I don't yeah. even know how. I, would, I don't know what I was thinking. All right. Let's move on. Okay. No, All ask right. it. Why not? Ask it. How how many planets orbit our sun? How many planets orbit our sun? Okay. Um, Nine, goddammit. Okay. So I'm going to say 
Because I think that I remembered there being something about like the the orbit of uh, those outside planets being unstable, and that it's not actually considered an orbit. Uh, but it's still what? <laughs> but it still revolves around the sun. No, you're right. You're right. Like it? How did? Hmm. I guess I have to go eight because I can't come up with any other answer that would be that would sound appropriate to me. Go back to Russia. Okay. Where should I go? Like Minsk or... Wait, no, it's Poland. I'm going to go with seven because Squiddy already said that was the right answer. (laughs) Excellent. Show your work, Boots. Damn you. Yeah, why? Why is it seven? Smart it again. (laughs) Why why is it seven? Yeah. Uh, Well... Um... You just need an answer, Boots, not the right answer. Fuck Venus. Yeah, I'll be dead in my grave before I recognize (laughs) Venus. Because it's so vaginal. (laughs) Is it? Also, also Uranus, we've already got us a planet with rings, thank you. (laughs) Agreed. Wait, now you're at six. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, Pluto's a planet again. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right it is. Outstanding. It's what I learned in the third grade, and damn it. All it, yeah, all it does getting rid of Pluto is getting gets rid of the pondering part, and so Mary's violet eyes can still keep John up nights, just not pondering. Who knows what he's doing? Ooh. Who knows what he's doing? Wow. That's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not the... the that is whatever, a better mnemonic, mnemonic I learned. That is a better mnemonic yeah. if he doesn't have to ponder. Yeah. What mnemonic did you learn, Victor? Oh wait! Uh, oh, I don't, I don't even one? remember. My very something mother just served us nine pies, maybe nine pies. I think I, I think I remembered something similar to that. I don't remember what the what the E for Earth was. My very something. Earnest. Earnest. My very earnest mother just served us nine pies. How come all mnemonics are terrible? Like, I mean, that's not that's not a sentence that, or is it maybe supposed to be like? A weird enough sentence that you kind of have to remember. I think that might be it. I'm okay. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure every good boy does indeed deserve fudge. So, well, there, yeah, deserves bad. fudge. Really? Sure, that's, that's not what I learned either. What Call me a bleeding heart liberal, but I think bad boys deserve fudge too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just want to give everybody fudge. <laughs> I do. Come you're, on, you're, your music staff is terrible at that point. <laughs> Although your tuning is very metal. <laughs> Coincidence. Uh, sweet. All right. Do we have it? Do we have others? Yeah. There's one more. This one has been sent in by a meat. A a meat who a. sent in one last week and is dedicated. A meat. <laughs> dedicated to sending in um like fruit and vegetable related questions. No, oh, it's uh, a good gimmick. Well, God damn it. excellent. We, we now that we've had two, it's all right. Yeah, now that we've had two, this is a, a completely calling out the gimmick, and it has to be something he devotes his life to now. Um, why are you told to put avocados or bananas in a brown paper bag? Okay. Uh, okay. Like I assume it would be um, like if you had it in a plastic bag, 
the, the moisture would form on the outside and sort of stay on it and it would get all slimy. But the, the paper bag is going to absorb the moisture and keep it nice and not slimy. <laughs> slimy bananas, the worst. <laughs> I guess. Uh, isn't it to, like, accelerate ripeness? Because, uh, you know, an uh, avocado or a banana should not be underripe. And overripe is less of a problem than underripe. So, if you were to put it in a paper bag, it feels like that moisture would kind of um, assist in, like, rotting? Is Is ripening and rotting the same thing? I have never once in my life put either of those fruits into a bag. Well... It wasn't. Why does Boots put things in bags? <laughs> I'll put them like in my like my my reusable shopping bag, and then I'll put them on the counter. Okay, again, it's not. Why does Boots put things in bags? <laughs> so it was. Why are some people instructed to? Well, like, I'm. What is? I'm going to abstain from this question because well, then, it does not apply to me. Okay, good, good, great. This is our new podcast. It's called Subjective Truth. Boots is true because some people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's that's the podcast that's hosted by fourteen year old boots. <laughs> straight edge boots. No. Seventeen year old boots with straight edge boots. Oh, okay. God, get his timeline right. Fourteen year old boots was listened to Pretty Hate Machine over and over again. <laughs> uh yeah, so I don't I mean I don't know if because I feel that I feel that that sort of like uh, moisture wicked into like a paper bag um, would would even out and and accelerate um, a sort of sense of of ripeness and rot to get to get those um, both bananas and avocados the place that you want them in. Because like, I mean, an overripe avocado is still totally edible, right? Oh, for a, for a while. Not not real long. Yeah, right, it okay. starts to get kind of they, black, they real real mushy, and brown, yeah. and like little super threads mushy. of ickiness. Not good. Okay. Overall, okay. so I I actually know the sort of the reason for this, but I mm-hmm. don't know the why you would put your bananas and avocados in a bag like like I, I i know what the what what you're doing but i don't know whether you're like why you're doing it well okay. then t- tell everything you okay. know victor so basically certain fruits which i'm assuming from this is uh bananas and avocados release as they ripen they release ethylene gas which like, like i don't i don't remember like you don't store your you don't store your apples and bananas together because one of them, as they ripen, releases ethylene gas. And if you store them together, the one that releases ethylene gas causes the other one to over-ripen and, ripe and rot too quickly. Okay. So you store, the, you store the one, and you store bananas separately, like in a paper bag. But I don't, I don't remember if that's to keep the bananas from rotting or to keep the apples from rotting. But it has to do with the ethylene gas keeping it away from your other fruits and and vegetables but I don't I don't remember the way 
I don't, I don't okay. remember which, which fruit is harmed by the ethylene gas and which one is being protected by the paper bag. I assume, okay. the, I assume the bananas and avocados are being protected by the bag. That's why you'd put them in a bag. Now, she, now, she did, like, uh, specify, like, paper bag. Do you mm-hmm. think that a plastic bag would do less of a good job? I think that has to do with how well the ethylene gas, like, gets through certain... I mean, you would think on that in general a, a, a plastic bag would be less porous than a paper bag, but I would, yeah, I would hope so. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, okay. All right, we, I, we I, ran I, through your brain yes. and hit the wall. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we went on a journey. We didn't learn that in medical school. Oddly. <laughs> <laughs> it was... What sort of boring, non-banana-related <laughs> shit did you learn in medical school, you we... useless bastard? <laughs> Why didn't we learn more about bananas? <laughs> Damn it. All that money down the tubes. <laughs> Can you ask for a refund? <laughs> I only know one thing about bananas. <laughs> like, well, like a half a thing. <laughs> It was like two thirds of a thing. Yeah, well, okay, okay. well, okay. I know. I know. The other thing I know about bananas is yeah. that is that they don't have seeds. That everybody thinks they have seeds, but they don't because they've been Engineered? altered by humans. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. so the I, don't, the I don't know anybody who's claimed that they have seeds. No, Kurt. Basically, um, that that like the left, be- like the Kurt Cameron, like those people that yeah. Like, oh, oh well, jar, you know, jars of peanut butter disprove evolution because you, right, have you right. ever opened a jar of peanut butter and found a civilization mm-hmm. like their claim is that bananas are proof of like of, of, in, uh, yeah, per- of intelligent perfect. design because yeah, they're per- the perfect fruit because they're, they're, they're easily palatable and God shaped right. them so they fit in your hand. You know? Right, 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 right. Because right. genetic engineering have, isn't a thing. Right. And those people are forgetting that wild bananas have these enormous seeds in them that render them practically inedible to humans. And we have, you know, modified those out. So that's the thing I know about bananas. That's an interesting thing to know about bananas. Wild bananas are completely and totally bizarre looking. Yes. I'm Googling them. Yeah. <laughs> also, so, monkey, so monkeys l- open them from the bottom, so I know I know two things about bananas. They eat them. From so the lemon, bottom. what's Do your they answer? Peel them? Uh, mine was oh god, mine was just that it 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 sort of evened out and accelerated the sense of ripeness and rot. I don't know why specifically those fruits, but that's as far as I got. <laughs> so, and, and so, my answer is that it's it's a lie. To, it's a lie taught to us by uh, <laughs> big paper bag in, big industry. Pa- paper bag. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, I believe that's uh, one of Hillary Clinton's arms. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's like the whole thing with like the diamond industry telling you that you need to spend two months' salary on an engagement ring. It's the same sort of thing. Exactly. Uh, all right, we are going to uh, take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, and then we will find out the answer to all of these questions and less. Stick around. We have a sponsor. Hello, I'm Frank West, and I'm here to talk to you about. Cowurine.com? That that can't be right. Hold on. What's the uh, what's? No, oh, yeah. Uh huh. Cowurine. Really? Okay. It's a real site. Okay. Just read the comments. Okay, I am here to talk to you about cowurine.com. Now, cowurine.com may sound like a place where you purchase urine, but it's just a name. Cowurine.com offers many fine products, such as. 
Cow yarn. Huh. It's not a name. Okay, Frank, you can roll with this. Just try to stay positive. Frank, you can do it. Cowurine.com will sell you cow urine, I guess. You can use it to cure cancer? Obesity? Blood disorders? Heart diseases? Heart diseases. What, do I pour it on my heart? I bet it'll cure Yep, yep, there it is. Impotence. Knew it. Drink it. Pour it on your dick. Put it in your coffee in the morning. Quick pick-me-up. Keep it in a can for decoration. Fuck if I know. It's cow urine. Cowurine.com. Apparently, there's a demand. And we're back, and it's time for us to learn. Squiddy, yeah. uh, what do you got for us? Well, um, we're going to start out with, with asking why is a cowboy hat called a 10-gallon hat? And if I recall, um, it was thought to be potentially a um, that cowboy hats came in 10-gallon hat boxes. That was mm-hmm. boots. And then um, Victor thought that it was something that happened in gift shops at, far after the fact to... I don't know what was it to to sell the Not hat. Not really far after the va- yeah, but just to, everything's, everything's bigger in Texas, so okay. the hats are bigger too. Okay, and um, Lemon thought it was. I thought it was a pejorative. Yeah, well, it's actually none of those things. Fuck. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I was I was so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had like four percent confidence. <laughs> Ten-gallon hats are, are quite large, and um, the word gallon, like many things in English language, comes from um, oh. a Spanish word, okay. and the Spanish word is gallon, which means braid, and Mexican cowboys would decorate their hats with braids, and large hats could get ten braids on them. Okay. Ten-gallon uh. hats. Okay. That so. sounds pretty effeminate. Are, are we talking about the same hats? Well, I think a braid was just like a braided decoration of, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I, I get you, but but ten braids on your hat just sounds. It sounds very colorful and. Yeah, sure. I mean, gaucho, gauchos had a lot <laughs> yeah. of pizzazz to them. They were they were uh, showy. I believe the word you're looking for is vaqueros. Pronounced right. terribly <laughs> by me. Sure, thank you. A non-Spanish speaker. <laughs> so braid. So by braids, you mean like just like a piece of braided rope. Yeah. Like stack 10 high. I think you could probably best describe it as rope. So it would be like a decoration that was probably a piece of rope. Okay. So it could so be colorful were... or it could be not colorful. It's so just... there were also like hmm. five five gallon hats and yeah. three gallon hats. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on the size of your hat. And Stetson, yeah, there are Stetson hats. Someone said Stetson at some point. And he was the like creator inventor quotey fingers of the like 10 gallon hat or the cowboy hat excellent mm. and i also know i also know the origin of hat trick Ooh, and it, all right it comes from cricket and it came from 1858 in cricket and um, i'm just going to read this verbatim because it means nothing to me um, so it is to describe H. H. Stevenson's taking three wickets with three consecutive deliveries, and so fans um, 
started a GoFundMe for Stevenson there and bought him a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I don't know. History doesn't show if it was a GoFundMe or if it was one of the other ones, Indiegogo. Uh, Indiegogo. It was an Indiegogo. (laughs) That's, that's, yeah, left out. What's, uh, What's the typical score in cricket? Do you know? Me? I suppose none of us would know. No. I okay. barely can visualize what cricket looks like. I, I, like, I imagine cricket's the kind of sport where, like, you can have, like, like the last match between the top two teams, one of them scores one point, the other team scores 192. Well, I learned yeah. from uh, back when uh, the bugle was going, um, and Andy Zaltzman was a very, is, is a very big cricket fan, um, that uh, cricket can actually last weeks. Oh yeah, like forever. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's sort of like it's sort of like baseball in a lot of ways, but it, except imagine if like one team plays all nine innings as as batting, <laughs> and then they play all nine innings as outfields. It seems like there's a lot of situations where like a sport existed, somebody improved on a sport, and then like a bunch of people didn't do the thing where they went, "Oh, you're right, let's do that instead." <laughs> Um, okay, so what what else do we have? Well, um, Victor is going to tell us why Pluto is no longer classified as a planet. Oh, oh yeah. here we go, Victor. Yeah. And and Sorry. so what were the what were the answers we have so far? Uh, mine was that it was too small. Uh, okay. I uh, I said fuck Venus. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a different one. No, that was a different question. <laughs> oh, you're right. It could oh, be right. the answer to this question. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember what I said. I should write these down. I don't think I said anything in, of any interest. And your tombstone has been decided. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I just my own epitaph. <laughs> Here lies Boots Reindeer. Oh, I don't perfect. think he said anything of interest. <laughs> uh, anyway, Victor, what, what's uh, to explain? So uh, apparently, and I don't, I don't know if this was like a new or old set of criteria, but but there are three rules for being a planet. And one of the rules is that you have to clear your orbit of de- debris. And Pluto does not clear its orbit of debris. Therefore, it only meets two of the three requirements to be a planet and is thus not a planet. That's totally right. Do you know the other two by any chance? Yeah, clean up your shit, Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know the other two. I just I have a friend that has mention that over bowling like three separate times (laughs) maybe you know this person (laughs) jesus so so by debris you mean like just like dust particles that are just inside of the orbit i'm guessing bigger than dust because we'd have to be able to see them to to Mm. determine that pluto was failing to clear them it's actually like big things because because it says that um the, to clear the orbit of other bodies, like actual celestial bodies. So those would be either captured as moons or just zipped out of the orbit. Or, or just captured under the surface of the planet, just well, absorbed yeah. into it yeah. like, through yeah. the gravity of it. So it would be so, bigger things. I mean, it could be smaller things too, obviously. But I think there are plenty of the planets, and this is just me like spitballing here, that, that collect smaller particles in the atmosphere or in its... Well, they'd have to, because yeah. they'd be pulled into the gravitational pull, right? Yeah, but it, us, uh, they need us, the larger bodies would be either absorbed 
become moons or just sent away. So that makes me visualize Pluto as, as just covered in stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. The ragtag. What, what are the other two criteria of a planet? They are that it has to orbit the sun. And does Pluto orbit the, orbit the sun? It does. Okay. Um, and it has to have enough self-gravity to, like, from its core to be more or less round or spherical. Okay. So okay. it can't be more like. Those seem like pretty pretty basic rules. Well, they seem like why don't we have more planets rules? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's just that last one. I mean, there's there's asteroids and stuff, so you'd think that like, I mean, they've got to try to find an orbit, right? Uh, right. Well, there are dwarf planets, which which are basically what what. We were talking about earlier that there's recently been discovered a planet that could be considered a planet. But there's like five legit dwarf planets. All right. What, what else we got? Okay. Um, how many countries have ever landed on the moon, man or unmanned? I'm, I'm sticking with one. one. Victor and I are three. Yes, and you and Victor are right. Yay, Victor! Yeah. How, how, <laughs> recent, how recent was and China? Boots. Do you have that? It was 2013. Right yeah. So really, really recently. So yeah. it was the Soviet Union and China and the United States. And did did uh, the Soviet Union and uh, China successfully land, or yes. did they crash? Those they, did they were land. they're all soft lands, so you know, like a gentle landing. And oh, also wow. okay. China and India crashed or missed. Oh, missed. Yeah. Oh. That's that's unfortunate. Uh, I feel like missing shouldn't count. Well, it didn't. Well, yeah. Okay, all right. They just have tried and missed. And also, like, North Korea has, like, a missile base on the the dark side. Oh, that's true. No, you're thinking of Wolfenstein again. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, and then there was... What's that movie about about Nazis from the moon? It's it's really bad and really. Did it good happen way. on Kung Fury at some point? No. <laughs> no, that was. Uh... So, um, how many planets orbit? And this was the one I barely know how to answer. Um, but the, the answer, answer is, is nine. Seven. So the answer is seven. The answer is seven. So Victor got Pl- it. Good yes. job, Victor. Yes. <laughs> seven. Seven, because Pluto's not a planet, and and. So that makes it down to eight. And okay, so apparently, let me just try to find where this is. So Earth is not a planet either. Nope, it's all Earth is a, a center lie. of the universe, Victor. It's a state of mind. <laughs> uh, so the movie I was thinking of is called Iron Sky. Uh, don't watch it. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Will do or will not do. I guess. Think of how good. I mean, because a podcast doesn't have to be like long. Like and a lot of there's a lot of those podcasts that exist where they like watch a movie and then like talk about it afterwards. Like that would be way better. I watched Iron Sky. Don't over <laughs> stamps.com. <laughs> okay, so the reason I smell a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> so so one of the eight planets, um, it basically comes down to a definition, and it's what is the definition of orbit. Well, orbit is that that orbits have a third point 
that is like an in-between no. point. What? No. Yes. Third? An orbit has a no. barycenter. Oh yeah. So what's a so Jupiter okay. doesn't have a barycenter that's within the sun's body. So to orbit something, it has to have kind of a point that stays within the sun. I don't know. I'm sorry. I told you. Yeah, I that, no, really that, 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 it it no. makes sense. No. But I no. don't think that's I don't think that's really accurate. <laughs> you don't think it's accurate? I don't, I don't think that could be true. I don't think I think you can say because this verisender is is not exactly where the sun is that it doesn't orbit the sun. Well, it's the definition of orbit. I mean, if you're going but, to But isn't it's that a pedantic, already it's a very pedantic But isn't question. that already belied by the previous fact because uh, because Pluto was downgraded? Because it didn't meet one of the criteria, and another one of the pieces of criteria of a planet is that it orbits the sun. Oh, the, the Berry Center. Okay, that's what it was. Right. Yeah, it's just a it's just definition of orbit, and I think Jupiter is probably too big for. I don't think I don't think anybody has claimed that Jupiter is not a planet, though. No, that's what he's saying. No, no, the, 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 we're yeah. not we're not debating what's a planet. It's it's how many planets orbit the sun. But, but, but during but the Pluto order, one, we were discussing So you're saying that Jupiter doesn't orbit the sun? It does orbit the sun. Okay, but it's a planet. It's, the definition of orbit includes the barycenter being within the sun, and it is so so it doesn't orbit the sun. That that the barycenter, which is some math thing that I barely understand, is outside of the sun's body. Wow. All right, let's yeah, let's, move, it, let's it, move on. So basically, <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> so what's happening is that like the is that Jupiter is affecting the sun's orbit. So that yes, I think okay. that might be yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're, we're stuck here for the rest of our lives. <laughs> All right, and then there was one last one, right? Um, yeah, let me find it. Yeah, it was about bananas. Bananas. Yes, and Victor totally nailed it with the ethylene. I don't think I totally. Well, no. Well, you nailed the ethylene part. Yes. (laughs) Half nailed. (laughs) Three quarters nailed. I think with your three quarters information about just like all of my carpentry. (laughs) So, um, ethylene is is a gas that helps ripen, and in fact, um. It's interesting. It's kind of interesting because wounding a a banana or or some sort of fruit and higher temperatures trigger ethylene. So it's almost like a it's almost like a hormonal response. The way we would be frightened. Almost. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But, but the paper bag is oh. part, is important because um, the it has to have a porous container because that limits the amount of gas that diffuses into the air and it has sort of a more measured effect on the ripening. Hmm, okay, so it's just, okay. you put you put it in a bag as you buy this rock-hard avocado and you get home rock and you're like, hard. yeah. And you get home and you throw it in a bag because somebody told you to so and you want to eat it tomorrow. So the paper bag helps it ripen or yes, keeps it from ripening? No, it helps it ripen. I'm still... It helps it ripen, and the thing about the apples and the bananas, not storing them with each other, is that the bananas are going to produce more ethylene and and rot your beautiful apples faster. Ah. 
So they'd be on different ripening schedules. Right. Well, and an apple doesn't need to ripen any further than when you yeah, buy it at the you store. Want, you want your apple to stay crispy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, because wow. like peaches have to, you could probably throw a peach in a paper bag, but you wouldn't need to throw your apples in a bag. I just... think you can throw anything in a paper bag. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw Victor in a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have your, you'll have your chance in a month. <laughs> conspiracies from the big paper bag industry. That was a good one. I, f- I forgot to run through the answers, but that was I like the big paper bag. <laughs> and we're gonna need a big paper bag for when we throw Victor in one and see if he yeah, produces right. ethylene. Well, those, those, uh, are, those are you saying I'm fat, exist. Squiddy? Nope, I don't have any idea. I think that you won't fit. In a regular saying you're, paper bag. you're bigger than a bunch of bananas. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's adjudicate a guess. Uh, if you want to suggest more facts for us, uh, please send your facts to facts at thefpl dot us. That's facts at the f plus. Uh, Squiddy will take a look at them, and uh, if she likes them, uh, we'll ask them to other people. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast with the various means. Um, do that. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh bye. Bye. <laughs>